Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from Kevin Quinley and Quinley Risk Associates. This is an installment of The Claims Coach, and we're entering the end of the year with holiday sales, holly and mistletoe, decorations, New Year's preparations. And one of the things for claims people and a lot of people in business that marks the end of the year around this time is the distribution of end-of-year bonuses. Now, <clears throat> this is one thing that I do miss a little bit from being in a corporate environment as opposed to being self-employed. When you're self-employed, there are no bonuses. There, there aren't office Christmas parties. Uh, on balance, I love what I do. But bonuses uh, are a prominent feature for many, not all, but for many business professionals, many insurance professionals, even claim professionals at this time of year. And that frames the topic of this week's Claims Coach podcast, which is to debunk one prominent theory and myth that I have found among certain experts and bad faith plaintiff attorneys. And that is the idea that claims people should not have bonuses. That's right, you heard me, that it's bad for claims people to be paid bonuses. This arises a lot in institutional bad faith claims when there is an argument made that adjusters, by having bonuses, by being eligible for bonuses, have a financial incentive to underpay legitimate claims. Okay, And so they make the case that if they are bonused, this is inherently bad. Uh, and sort of extend that to any program um, tied to profit. Now, I think that this is a bunch of malarkey, okay? The idea that bonuses for adjusters are bad. Now, some bonuses could be bad if you tie bonuses to things like underpaying claims, reducing claim spend, things of that nature, uh, denying claims, uh, regardless of the grounds for them. Those can be dysfunctional bonus incentive systems. I rarely find anything so egregious. But the point is that adjusters really can't have a direct and personal stake in the financial outcome of the company by moving the needle on an individual claim. I mean, a claim's outcome includes more than just the amount paid. It includes more than the financial amount. It includes... It includes customer satisfaction. And most companies that I work with in my capacity as a consulting and testifying expert emphasize to one degree or another customer satisfaction, service, customer retention, and growth. And these non-financial factors enter into any insurance company's profit. And so when an adjuster's efforts make such a profit possible, it's not only fair, it is only fair that they share in the portion of those results. So bonus programs, including programs tied to corporate profit and tied to customer service, are not unusual in American business. And like, if anything, they're the norm. And insurance companies are no exception. In fact, the idea that if your business succeeds, if your business does well, if your business is profitable, that the employees share to some degree 
in that profitability. That's the American way. Whether you are a law firm divvying up the profits at the end of the year, whether you are a Fortune 500 company, whether you're a storefront business, or whether you happen to be an insurance company with claims people. In fact, every insurance company for which I've worked in my 30 plus years in the business has had a bonus program. None of them excluded adjuster. And in my work as an insurance claims consultant, more often than not, those bonus programs include adjusters. And I don't think there's anything to apologize for that. But there's, it's, there's grown up among the bad faith bar and those experts who sort of serve as the echo chamber for the bad faith bar. This idea has developed that bonus programs are bad, that claims people should have nothing to do with the business's financial success in terms of sharing in it, and that adjusters should be excluded from that, okay? Can you imagine with all the challenges that exist today in filling the talent pipeline in claims and attracting people to claims, first as a job and then as a career, you say, well, number one, you're going to have to deal with people who are really ticked off. You're going to have to deal with people who, by definition, have suffered some kind of setback and calamity. They're not going to be happy, okay? Number two, a lot of your job, like it or not, is going to involve saying no, and you're going to take a heap of abuse and flack and static from claimants, from policyholders, perhaps from vendors, from attorneys, okay? On top of that, you're going to have, you're going to have hard work with a lot of cases and high caseloads in many instances. You're going to have peak times where you're going to feel that you've got more work than you can handle. You're going to have a lot of things that you're graded and judged on by management. And oh, by the way, on top of that, um, the underwriters are going to get bonuses. The marketing people are going to get bonuses. The financial people are going to get bonuses. The executives are going to get bonuses. But oh, by the way, working in claims, uh, so sorry, you're not going to get a bonus. How do you think that's going to work out with regard to retention and recruiting of talented people? Look, if adjusters do their job well, if they deliver quality customer service, those are efforts that contribute to a company's profit and a favorable combined ratio. So it's only fair that adjusters should not be excluded from bonus compensation in a situation like that. You know, um, and, and it's really a myth that bonuses will cause claims people or insurance companies to pressure adjusters to underpay legitimate claims. If they did that, it would degrade their customer base. They would suffer state insurance department regulatory sanctions through fines, penalties, market conduct examinations, potential loss of licenses. A company would incur reputational and brand risk, which would weaken its financial performance. It would weaken its ability to attract and retain customers. You know, in the era of social media, Facebook, um, Twitter, insurance companies exerting pressures on adjusters like that would, would be pilloried 
in the arena of public opinion. And so underpaying legitimate claims would not increase an insurer's profit, nor would it benefit the claim staff. It would trigger instead a customer exodus, it would damage its brand, it would cripple its ability to retain customers, it would weaken its ability to gain new customers and grow premium. So with the right kind of bonuses, bonuses that, yeah, in, in, in part are tied to how well the company does and tied to growth and tied to customer service, those kinds of bonuses are perfectly legitimate. The notion and idea and myth that any bonus for adjusters is equal somehow to institutional bad faith or an incentive carrot to underpay legitimate claims is absolutely the night soil of a large male ox. It is a myth. I totally disagree with it. And I think those companies who allow adjusters to participate in the bonus, depending upon the fortunes of the company, are doing an absolutely legitimate thing. Anyway, that is the myth, and that is my answer to the myth. So, happy holidays. I hope you enjoy this episode of The Claims Coach, and I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season as we wrap up 2019 and enter into 2020.